This is Cause We're Dads. Welcome everyone to Cause We're Dads, uh, a show. Uh, my name is Josh. And I'm Eric. And uh, we are cousins. Uh, and we, uh, this is a show about dads. Dads uh, figuring things out, you know, figuring how to do fatherhood. Um, and uh, we created this show. Uh, Eric came to me about, you know, talking about, you know, what's, you know, all these questions, all these things about like what it's like to be dad. And I came to him saying like, literally, like I have a million things to talk about and questions and anxieties and all these stuff. And we figure out we'll come up with this show. Um, we thought the show was a really cool concept where we can just kind of just talk about things from, you know, being dads during COVID, uh, you know, de- dealing with like, you know, what's go- like expecting, um, you know, trying to have kids, uh, products, all these different things that a lot of us have questions about how to be vulnerable, um, you know, what it's like, you know, experiences we've had in the past um, as kids and how we can emulate that as being fathers. So, so many different things. And that's essentially what this show is about um, for all of us. Um, to give you a little background on me, um, I am in my early 30s. Uh, I am expecting. My wife is about a little over three months expecting. Uh, we found out like around, I think it was June. Um, I'm super excited for our first kid and terrified at the same time. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, and and I am in my mid 30s. Um, I have a uh, a few kids. Uh, my wife, our most recent one, was born about. Uh, four weeks ago so during this this time this uncertain time during covid um which we'll talk about a little later on in the show and um i'm really excited to share this experience with you i mean we have a lot of questions we also have a lot of stories that hopefully you uh our, our viewers could learn from and i we really hope you enjoy this new con- concept of telling things from a dad's perspective because we always see things from a mother's perspective or from a woman's perspective which is great because it helps us learn as well um but we really don't see much um about dads and we'd really like to to put an emphasis on that because we we don't want to feel we've we we feel like you know in this new day and age the whole we're we're tough and you can't cry Mm. and do any of the stuff is is kind of old-fashioned so we want to we want to update a little bit no, I, I think that's exactly like, that's the whole point why we want to do the show is like, ask the questions that we, we always feel afraid. Like a dad should yeah. be asking like, you know, I don't know, like just so many different things that like, I remember that kind of makes us feel vulnerable. I would say yeah, or less, less like, an, uh, well, in, in the historic sense, uh, less like a man, like you don't ask those, those, uh, well, I mean, simple, I don't know. In, in other words, like a touchy Philly, not a touchy Philly. That's the but, wrong but one. a simple thing of no, oh, but simple thing of like you know, I you know, my wife my wife works a lot compared to what I do, so I'm cleaning the house, I'm washing dishes, yeah. I'm making dinner. So that so essentially, like this is what this show is about. It's like these type of conversations we want to have. So kind of like we're gonna dive right into it. Like first topic that we you know felt like was the most important thing is like Eric, you and I are in a whole different like genre of dads right now yeah. there as the the pandemic covid dads like that's see but you <laughs> you you had you guys got pregnant during covid we yes wait did you yeah so so essentially like we it was the the time of conception was around may uh okay. let's just say so cinco yeah. de mayo was a very fun day 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's no, it, it was, it's, it's funny. Cause yeah, like we're, we're a product of the COVID and you guys got pregnant before COVID. Yeah. So and it's really, it's really cool to see like both of our perspectives because you've not only been pregnant during COVID, but had a kid during COVID and we don't even know what that situation is going to be like for us come February. Oh, they haven't had that talk with you. Like what to expect on no. labor and delivery day or, or no, because they, I, I, I mean, we were hoping it gets better at that point, but the way things are going, who knows, like we still might be like, I, and, and you can kind of talk a little bit about that too. Cause I haven't been able to go to any of the appointments <clears throat> At all. Well, I mean, so during this whole time, my one of um, my wife's friends had a a baby too during this whole time, and they were telling her husband that he can't even go in to the hospital. Oh my god! During gosh. delivery, it just has to be the mom, and that's it. And I was like, "What? Yeah, right." <laughs> I I was like, "I'm gonna go break down those doors." And, <laughs> no, like. <laughs> They they were they were cool and they're like you know we decided to let the dad in he fortunately was able to to be present during uh, his child's birth and um, and they allowed me as well um, the contingency was we weren't allowed to leave um, the labor and delivery floor what was that what was that like because I, I I mean it, I feel like I'm already kind of trained because of COVID to not go anywhere. But a whole hospital, like a small hospital room has got to be a whole different experience. It's, I mean, there's good things and there's bad things. I mean, I, I know ultimately it's there. They're, they're putting those boundaries and guidelines there for our own benefit. Um, at the same time, it, you do kind of feel like a prisoner because you're used to freely going in and out. And, yeah. and then at the same time, you're like, I kind of don't want to go out because there's a pandemic and I'm at a hospital where people come for this issue. So, and the nurse, oh, on our last day, I think, um, the nurse came in and was like, oh yeah, I've had to go and help COVID patients and, and mothers <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, what the? And they're you're like, telling yeah, me this? Have. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, this stuff should have been mentioned to me. I'm over here without a mask and stuff because like, you well, yeah, you have a mask on twenty four seven. Like you, you have to sleep at some time. I'm not sleeping with a mask. I no, yeah, and you're you're in the comfort of your own guys' room. Like it's just you. I mean, you just you and Wendy in the room. So comfort is well, not the you, word I would choose. Yeah. But I see what you're, you're not saying. sharing a room. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you have people coming in there like every fifteen minutes. You can't God. get rest. They're checking on the baby. They're checking on Wendy. Um, you know everything and i mean i'm grateful for it but you, you really don't get much much rest there yeah um, and, and my biggest suggestion is snacks snacks is, snacks and drinks are key if you bring an ice chest cool you want it you may look funny walking through the door but you'll no. be set because i mean <laughs> you past, never know what could happen fortunately we're only there for three days i was like so we're past we do lo- we're past looking funny man this whole <laughs> this whole idea like it's a whole different story on how we're like, and th- and that's funny because like, I, I really think it's a good point when you talk about like those mindsets you think of when you're going, like you're so used to like, you know, you, obviously you got to experience it with your oldest of what it is like to like, quote unquote, a regular delivery, going to yeah. the hospital, be able to leave the room. But now you have to second guess these questions. Cause even for us, like, you know, we're going to, you know, uh, unfortunately we're going to a funeral next week and you know, 
we have to think about these questions, you know, like yeah. how much are we going to make sure we're safe? And, you know, we're keeping our distance and it's, it's an unfortunate thing, like big moments in our lives. We're asking these questions and we're getting nervous to even experience these big moments in our lives. Yeah. Like that- yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually, I don't know if you know about this. I'm going to funeral next week too on the, um, my aunt actually. Oh, that's away. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, same thing. I'm, I, I don't think, Wendy's gonna go. We're not gonna take no. the kids. It's probably just gonna be me, and we'll see how that goes. I mean, I, I know I'm not gonna hug and do all that stuff, and yeah. you know, basically just do what I I, I need to do. Because at the end of the day, I need to still come home, and I'm gonna be around my kids. I'm gonna be around Wendy. So, I mean, I yeah, I'd rather just play it safe. the The risk is definitely not worth. I mean, the the reward is definitely not worth worth the risk. So yeah, so. It- it's yeah. it's it, that's the tough question like just simple things like birthdays have been crazy for us like you know yeah. we've had those drive-bys and you know we, we've like my birthday and it wasn't a big birthday but it, for the first time like you know on my actual birthday I just sat at home vanessa like bought me all my favorite meals and i watched indiana jones all day like that's, that's all awesome. I but it, but like that's the world we live in now like going out to i mean i know people can go out but i just i don't know man like I just, I don't, I'm not, I don't, like you said, I don't want to risk it. Like this is our first kid too. And I, if I have to yeah. go through all these complications, like I don't want to deal with that. I mean, despite it being a very low percentage, I mean, you still hear these horror stories yes. of pregnant women and kid. It's like, it's just, we, 1%, there's not enough that's... information to make an educated decision <laughs> yeah. on which route to go. So I'm going to play it safe until I have enough information. Exactly. how I see it. And, and, and yeah, it's just like, I mean, obviously if we have to make decisions that require to do them you know, if it's, you know, thankfully we both can work from home, but if like one of us had to go into work, we have to go into work. We have to bring in money, some sort of, yeah. um, but if it's more Which like you have to go hard. to an, yeah. It, but if you have to go to an event that, you know, you can skip, it's not a big deal. Like we're going to skip it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, it's just, and it's just like, it's just adding on to that list of things like, you know, like, oh, good. No, the thing you had mentioned drive-bys, which is good because that was a hard, that was one thing where Wendy and I are, were, were, were like, um, should we go? Shouldn't we go? You know, on one hand, there was a time where she saw her uncle, um, like right when this whole quarantine or I shouldn't say quarantine basically uh social distancing happened when they start shutting down all the businesses in march i think there was a month when she didn't see anybody and she saw her uncle because she came he came and picked up something and we're inside and we saw from a window and she Mm -hmm. freaked out and i was like i don't know what to do like it was such a hard thing to take in because i'm like that's family she loves him she sees them and is, has no idea what a virus is, has no yeah. idea what's going on. I mean, in a matter of split, like from day, from day to, from one day to the next, she was able to socialize your friends, family, and then all of a sudden just disappeared. Yeah. Like I, and, and she doesn't have, there's no way of communicating this other than through maybe emotions and stuff. And it used to kill me because she used to walk around and, and say her friends from school and be like, Joseph, where are you? Like walking throughout the house. I'm That's like, oh rough. my gosh, that just crushed me. I'm like, Ugh. and there's only so much you can she can understand what's really going on. Yeah, so it's how like, do you explain that? Like, I that's one thing where I need um, 
hop on because I, I I don't know how to put that <laughs> in a two-year-old where a two-year-old come you might get sick honey like that's kind of the only thing I can say we're, yeah. we're just protecting yourself and, we're, and we're still like trying that. to figure it out as an adult man like I, I and it's oh, it sucks yeah <laughs> I have somebody knocking on my door over there I'm like, go ahead but no it's 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 definitely that thing of like you get so caught up in like protecting it's your family now like this is my new family yeah. and i read so much crap and obviously like there's days i need to take a break but i'm reading statistics i'm reading and it's just little things where the point where it's like you know it's too much it is too much and yeah. i'm i'm like i need to take a breather like are, and yeah. and it's and it's that question of asking okay am i doing everything i need to do because i can't control the outside world i can't control people so I got to do whatever I can control. If that's me wearing a mask, wearing a shield, not going out, I'm going to just do that. And Gloves, whatever. But yeah. Hand, hand sanitizer. I don't know how many damn hand sanitizers I've, I've bought. Bottles. This, Gloves. Like, I don't – I'm weird when it comes to certain things. And, I mean, I've always kind of been a little bit OCD. Like, door handles are my bugaboos for, like, bath, bathroom door handles more specifically. Like, if I go into a public restroom – I'm not touching that door handle. I don't care <laughs> what it is. If they only have blow dryers, I'll wait there until somebody comes in or grab like one of the like the little butt trays that they have in there. I don't know. Oh what you yeah, call them. and then use that to open the door handle or something or toilet paper, whatever. But yeah, I won't do it. Um, well, I I can't imagine like or because you're already like that, and like I I feel like I'm in between. Like sometimes I like, be careless, but now I've not. But yeah. like now, put on. I know you talked about before, like when we were chatting about how Maddie is just kind of like, and when you're a kid, like you want to touch everything. So it's like, yeah. So, I mean, that there was times where I'm like, oh man, like, it doesn't matter what we're going to do. We're, we're going to get this. We have a two year old. She drops stuff on the floor. She'll go and pick it up and put it in her mouth. And we're <laughs> like, no, <laughs> it's like, it's slow. We're like, okay, well let's just wait here and see for the next, what? Uh, 14 days. If anything happens, <laughs> no, that doesn't even like, that's not realistic. That, no, but that's, it's funny you say that because that's the thing. It's like we, we went over to drop something off at my in-laws and there were people around in the area and, you know, we dropped it off. We got back in the car and we're like, oh my God, like we got close to them. Like we can't, we don't know. I'm like, we'll just, we'll just 14 days. We'll figure out if we're <laughs> sick like, or not. Like, it's so crazy. Two weeks. We could take a test, but like even then, like you know, I How, wanted to get access. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the limit is on the test. Like, can you just go whenever you feel like it? Or I, like, okay, sir, you've reached your limit for the month or week or whatever. I don't know. We haven't gotten tested. Um, we never needed to get tested, which is the fortunate thing. But like my, we had a my in laws got tested, and I have a couple of my friends did. And it seemed if you can make the appointment, they'll let you go in. But I know one of the questions they they've asked people is have you been in contact with somebody like that's a definite they need you to like you should be tested so i, I don't know yeah like i'm like most likely yeah but i yeah. don't know like you guys don't know there's not enough yeah, yeah. Just, that's a whole nether issue no but yeah it's but it's yeah. that constant i think as 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 like for you as a parent and then for me as an expecting parent like just, i have a vessel thankfully like you know my vessel of family is in one person right now because you know she's yeah. pregnant so well, I'm not, I'm not have... i mean there is another person so well, no, there... yeah, there... yeah i guess the point i say is both of my people are in one so i can <laughs> i only have to yeah. focus in one area yeah. i can imagine year. like i got it 
I got to run the direction, make sure Vanessa's yeah. okay. And then the baby, <laughs> but it is that constant question of like, what, like, am I doing everything I need to do? Like, I think of Hannah Sand, Hannah Sand, uh, I can't even say it. Use hand sanitizers so many damn times that my skin is dry. Oh yeah. Um, That's how uh, my wife's and I, uh, hands, I mean, they, they're cracked. They bled. They, mm-hmm. I mean, we were washing them just constantly. I was washing everything. I was more concerned. I mean, I, I know Wendy's good and she's, I don't really have to worry about her, but more for uh, uh, my daughter because she just, she doesn't know. Yeah. She, she does those things where she just pick up stuff, put it in her mouth, lick it to see what it tastes like. And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> not. I mean, I do that. Like, no, don't do that regardless, but even more so now. And I don't want to be too hard on her and be like, no, don't do it. Like, you know, I, I don't want her to have all the worries that we have about what's going on. Exactly. And I don't want that to be portrayed upon her and have her ha- have the same worries because at some point I truly believe this will end and everything will go back to normal. Yeah. So, and I don't want her to have that in the back of her mind. Same thing with, with people. I mean, we, we go on walks and stuff and, and I noticed at the beginning, at, like when this first started to come out, I was more on the side of caution where she would wear a mask we would all wear masks and I would tell her things like, watch out, there's a person right there. And I didn't realize what I was doing until one day kind of checked uh, me and said, Hey, you need to calm down. You know, you could see that you're worried on your face. And I didn't realize I was doing that. It was just natural, I suppose. Um, but once she told me that, then I, I was able to, to put that in check. And now I will just walk around and I'll say things like, uh, let's let them pass or, or something to that effect you know what i mean so it's not so negative we found out we were pregnant back in june and we wanted to wait because you know you know a lot of uh uh, miscarriages happen in the first trimester we're okay we're gonna wait until we know the baby's good to go and it was hard because you know i had friends like hey we're gonna do a birthday thing at a bar and there's gonna be (laughs) all outside and i'm like ah i was like yeah, I just don't feel safe. And, you know, Vanessa has asthma. So we just, but we couldn't tell them the real reason was because she's pregnant. And like, we just, so it's like, it was finally such a relief to like, when we found we we're pregnant, like, bam, okay, we're done. Okay. Everyone, like, if the, understand our situation, we hope you respect it. Like, we're just going to be a little more cautious now, especially that Vanessa's pregnant. And everyone has been so freaking awesome. Like, I, I've been very, very happy. Um, everyone in our family, um, on my side, your side, like, you know, uh, you know, we went to a drive-by the other day, uh, or when was it? I can't remember, but, um, family was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, don't, you know, leave, say hi from afar. <laughs> and, you know, and I appreciate that. Like the little things like that. I think they go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's been fun. <laughs> it's, it's definitely something that like I was not expecting for. And it, what has been really cool is that there's, even with the serious moments, there's been a lot of funny moments. Um, I've learned so much about myself from living at home. Uh, and, yeah. and what's been really cool is because I've been able to work from home. I've been more hands-on with Vanessa, especially like with morning sicknesses and you know, her, uh, the things that she's been craving. Um, and I feel like as much no, yeah, and it's what's, what's really cool. And what, what I love about it is it sucks that we're going this pandemic right now and that we have to stay home, we can't go out, but it's brought a lot of good light to me of the fact that like I can spend time with my wife while she's pregnant because I know a lot of people don't, especially dads, they don't get that opportunity because you know, mostly everybody's working. That's one thing I am grateful for. And, and I mean, 
if there's anything, I, I think that's actually the number one thing I appreciate out of this whole experience of, with the pandemic is my relationship with uh, my daughter is the best it ever has. We bonded the most. We spent so much time with each other. I mean, if I'm working or doing things in, in here, she'll just come out and hang out and we could that's just, cool. you know what I mean? That's, those are things that we can't do otherwise. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, and that's something that I really hope resonates with like the work industry in the United States, like seeing like, I don't know, I'm, and this is only my own personal preference because I'm based off what I know, but like, I feel like my work has gotten better because I can focus on my work when I need to. But if I need to take a little break to take care of Vanessa or just kind of clean up the house, I just feel more productive now. Um, because I, I mean, I don't know, like you know, your, your previous place, we were working out your commute was a commute and i remember that commute was like and i can't imagine doing yeah. that now being with my wife pregnant like i'd be a mess knowing i have to commute well, yeah four hours i mean a day. my last place with it like this i mean i freed up four to five hours of my day because of the commute just yeah just on the so, road <laughs> that's ridiculous That's just on the road yeah so i mean that's and i mean well our daughter doesn't go to um daycare anymore so that is why she's there yeah all right uh, i'm sorry that something just popped up in my screen completely like threw me off <laughs> um um what was i saying uh let's see well yeah, yeah. no i was just gonna say like i mean those are things that you have to to consider is like you know even cost of stuff like our savings has gotten down so much because like, I don't have to drive to work anymore. I mean, and, gone up or gone, sorry, are uh, gone down. Like, like I, I, my gas, I was forking out almost $300 a month just on gas driving out to Riverside and, and before that out to Westwood. Um, but now I don't have to worry about that because I've been working from home and it's been yes. really nice, but now we can save that money. We've been able to use that money to save to possibly get a home soon. Yeah. Um, but it's just little things like that is, has been really nice. So it's like, there's a lot of plus that's been happening that worked out. Like it almost kind of helps it may. And it, what's really helped is Vanessa is because now she can work from home and not feel one unsafe taking public transportation, uh, it's because true. of COVID and two also like, you know, she's not feeling well, like she, I mean, poor thing's not going to go yak in the trash can in the middle of her office. Like that's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. I, I mean, I feel for all the women that are still going out to work yeah. and having to do this. I mean, I, I definitely don't think the laws or the time, the recovery time, just the whole process of being pregnant is really. It's, it's nerve wracking because it, we just had our call this morning uh, with her work about how everything's going to go down with paid leave and all that. And it was, we were very happy what the end result was. Um, so also thank your wife for that. Cause that was really helpful. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was in the beginning, but we didn't know anything and we were just going off of other people, but obviously she works at a place that no one else in our, that we know works there. Yeah. And we're just like, dude, what happens if she doesn't get enough time off? Like, you know, this sucks. Like, yeah, so it, it's just, it, it is scary. Nope. Well, he, and then here's the other problem. So, I, like I said, I didn't understand how the, the rest of the world ran when it came to pregnancy leave, come to find out like, Europe or the UK or somewhere out there, a lot of them get like months off, yeah. if not years, like up to two years, I believe, maternity leave, which is 
amazing. I mean, <laughs> the six weeks that you get here just like that just seems crazy to me. You still have this infant child that that needs you and and your wife or spouse or partner is not um fully recovered like it just it i don't know and, i, I just, and they need to change something within that and it just it, it it's not fair well it's it what's what's i'm starting to realize and i know a lot of parents that have gone through it or or are going through it now especially with this covid like people are losing jobs they're losing their income and the most important thing or their or or resources and the first thing that comes up with people with parents that i've been hearing that i've been talking to is childcare. Mm. and like having like the fact like thankfully like we can work from home so you can be around your kids if you need to but the minute we have to go back to work like that cost go, comes back into play like we're very grateful we have family around but even then our family works like my my parents still work Vanessa's parents still work so those are things that like we have to consider is like you know time that time off we get like especially for my wife you know, it's not only time to, we can take care of the kid, but time she wants to spend to get to know the kid. I mean, the, she just exactly. had the kid. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. It, it should be, I mean, you have the bonding time when you're there and I'm assuming when you're feeding uh, your, your newborn child and just being with them. But at the same time, there's always so much that you can do, let's say as a, a new mother, because you're in pain. It looks physically, physically looks like it hurts there's so many times where my wife would try to get up and just start bawling into tears and i could understand and appreciate how painful it is because i essentially kind of saw her guts because i i peeked <laughs> over like i know what that like she, she had to go through it was like saving power <laughs> right over the curtain it didn't stop me my curiosity took over i don't know okay <laughs> no but it's it's a really really like good point like you you and that's what's really cool about being involved is like, you know, seeing Vanessa's morning sickness. Like I was just like, Oh my God, this sucks, dude. If I just woke up every morning feeling like I have to throw up, like that sucks. I don't want to like, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, whatever you, like I told her, I was like, you tell me what I need. I will be your PA, your, your, uh, you know, uh, little, you know, assistant, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> and like the other day she was like, you know, I really want, uh, um, uh, ginger ale, Gatorade. And I was like, and I just like, we thankfully have like a Rite Aid across the street. So I just went oh, there, cool. bought it all. And no, and it's just been like, it's definitely taught me that like the, a lot of things. And I, and I know it's like, you know, you know, the, you know, they, they can get through it. They'll be fine. It is. And then they, I know she'll be fine, but it doesn't mean like a lot of stuff. She doesn't get to pick when she gets sick or when, you know, or how the pregnancy is going to be like, you know, we, we were hoping for, uh, uh, um, you know, I guess a quote unquote natural or, you know, vaginal birth. But, you know, if we have to get a C-section like that and we, because it's, you know, a risk or something like that, we don't have the option to do that. So we have to, and, and I just feel bad because that's another thing that she has to go through that she has no control over. Yeah. Well, going back to running out to the store, let me just tell you, Vanessa, if you're listening, <laughs> you have a much better husband than, than Wendy does because <laughs> I was more like, are you sure you want that? I, <laughs> I don't think that's what you want. You probably this <laughs> instead. I'll, I'll, go I'll find something that we have. Like, I really don't want to go to the store in the middle of the night. But, I mean, at the end, I did. But 
I'll give like, you a little secret. I'll give you a little secret though. Initially, or not? I'll give it not a secret, but a little insight. Like I do go, but then I buy myself something when I get there. Well, too. yeah, of course. You <laughs> gotta get yourself something. That's part of the trip. There's no fun in it if you just get her what she wants. <laughs> one for me, one for you. Uh, she's been she's been very very kind to me because like I'll I'll make sure she's okay, but. You know, I'm a very, like, I grew up in a home where, like, we always have to, like, hang out and talk. And, like, in me time wasn't really something I really knew. So, like, you know, yeah. now, like, she'll work or, like, you know, she's even working right now. And um, I'll sit here and I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? So, like, I'll obviously I'll work when I need to get my work done. And then I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just read something. <laughs> I, it made me really rediscover what me time was. But she's been very grateful, like, thankful, like, late at night. Like, she's like, yeah, go ahead. Go play video games. It'll make you happy. I was like, all right, cool. Like, like, I feel like a kid already. You're, see, well, we grew up completely different because the whole me time was um, uh, encouraged, I would say. That's cool. <laughs> At my place. So <laughs> we didn't do so much talking, and that wasn't so much my dad. That was more so probably me. I'm assuming my teenage years. When I was younger, yeah, of course, you'd have – I mean – when you're a kid, my daughter won't stop. She talks to everybody about everything. I'm she like, threw out of the bus the other day, man. She's like, daddy's car's dirty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it just, I was more into me time than having these conversations. And now, I mean, and, and I've kind of grown up that way. I've always had, I've, I've always kind of been a private person and, and that's why this whole experience with the with this podcast is somewhat oh, entirely new because I'm not the person that goes in there and talks about my feelings, talks about experiences. If you look at my my personal Instagram page, like I don't have any pictures of uh, my two newest daughters. Like it just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, a lot of that is time too. I mean, there's a lot of of content I have, but have another time to put. But yeah, I mean. I've, I've, I was, I was, uh, cause I mean, I make content for a living and, you know, it was all about like image and, you know, like, am I making content that even for my personal stuff to make me look like my life's going great. And it wasn't until I started realizing, like, obviously that's not the way to go about it. And I, when I started making my content about like a therapy aspect of it, expressing how I felt that would kind of made it better for me and made me more excited to make content. So like even like the, this, like when you came to me about this show, like I was super stoked because, you know, it's been great talking to my dad about this stuff. It's been great talking to a lot of fathers. Um, but f the cool thing with you is like you're in a situation, you're in the midst of a situation that's very close to me in the sense of we're going through something that not a lot of dads in that we know have gone through this and some that are. And you're, there's a lot more relatable stuff I feel like you have with me that I'm going to be going through. So for me, this is therapy in some way. <laughs> quite, quite honestly, I, I'm sure it's not just me that you would be able to relate with. And it's not just this time. Because at the end of the day, my ultimate goal is to amplify, did, amplify the things I did like growing up and change some things I didn't like. And, I, and, and overall, I just want to be a great dad as much as I can whatever, with whatever that means. Because I, I don't know if she determines that, if I determine that, <laughs> society. Like, it just, what I think is a good dad. I mean, I, I just plan on being there and supporting her, and, and, and that's, that's just how I see it. 
No, I and I completely I'm with you on that. Like it's you know it's that constant thing of whatever you do. Like, am I good enough? Am I doing the job well enough? If it's yeah. being a husband, if it's being a dad, if it's being a worker, like you know, especially you know the jobs that we've done, you know, like we're relative in what we're doing. You know, your job is literally based off the product that you push out. Yeah. So this and, pandemic. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, good. I was gonna say all that. All I see that this pandemic has done is made my job a little harder, and I mean, I, I when you find out you're pregnant everything's great. You go into that protective mode. You want to be there for your wife. Sometimes you don't want to be there at all and you just want to run. Um, but, uh, what was my, sorry. What was my point initially? (laughs) (laughs) No, man, like I'm telling you, there's so much overload on what's going on. Like it's just trying to pinpoint it all. Like that's, and there's definitely been moments where I like, you know, I'll be completely honest with you. I had a panic attack a couple nights ago. And we're Vanessa and I were laying in bed and I just like was freaking out. I started doing deep breath and she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, like, am I doing everything I can to protect you? Because like we've, we wash our hands all the time. We wear masks, we go out. And every day I feel like, am I doing enough? And I I just, I guess because we've, we've had so much tragedy in the past year um, with our, both of our families, like losing my grandfather a year ago, you know, we have a family friend that just passed away. Um, and then, you know, Vanessa's Nino passed away a year ago and, and then we've had a lot of great things, you know, with, you know, families get having babies, you guys having a baby, our friends having babies. And now that we're having one and there's this thing of like, you know, I just don't want this next big story coming out of our family, a tragedy. I want it to be a success. I want it to be a happy moment. And we're hoping that this baby is that, but I would hate it for it to be something bad if she got sick and something like that. And that's, that was the anxiety. And she just sat me and, and it was really great. I think she, she's been more patient with me than I've been patient with her. And she flat out just told me, I was like, I, we're doing everything. You're doing everything you can. That's all you can ask yourself. And I, and I, and she's, I, that's all I can ask of you. And that's fine. And, and, you know, there's days we're going to freak out and I understand that. And I think that's what it comes down to too, for me is like being aware that you're freaking out and knowing that's normal with Maddie it was during the time where the flu was at its worst. It was what, two years ago. Oh, and, yeah. um, no, I'm sorry. Three years ago, 2017, um, flu was at its worst and we had just discovered Zika. So mm. anything, any mosquito, I did all my research on, mosquitoes and what they look like and now well i mean the good thing that came out of that i could actually identify certain <laughs> mosquitoes <laughs> but it was completely unnecessary it didn't have to do all that i did go crazy and i was like hunting them down in the house and like doing yeah. all this stuff when she was born that's when the flu thing hit so everybody naturally our luck everybody in our family got sick nobody could come over because there was that risk of her getting sick. And I kind of see it like, well, that's kind of the same thing now. Yeah. I assume everybody's sick. I guess being scared or being fearful of what could happen is, is always there no matter what time you're in. I mean, and once we get in the car, the, one of the worst times actually right after was when we're going home on our way home from the hospital. Uh, Cause she's so tiny. You put her in this big old car seat. She has no idea. And these are things that are going to my head going on in my head she has no idea what anything is 
I don't want to press a brake too hard. I don't press <laughs> yeah. the gas too hard. I have people riding me, and I'm like, it, they're everyone tells they're doing me it in the first place. Like everybody's just the worst driver. And, Every, and everyone like, tells me that first drive home is the 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 craziest. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, there's so many times I wanted to do a family flip off to people, and they're probably just doing. They're just probably regularly driving or something. driving the speed limit. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm just like, why are you driving? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the, I'm the jerk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely like, I, I, it's a lot of, it's our instinct to protect. Um, but sometimes I feel like we need to like learn how to protect ourselves, like from, from freaking out. And like, I don't know, it's just been, it's been really good to, uh, to talk about this stuff. Cause it's like, again, it, it makes it seem normal because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you're washing your hands before you eat, like doing the normal things to protect yourself that you probably should have been doing regardless, you should be fine. I mean, you have the added addition with wearing a mask, but other than that, everything is kind of the same. I mean, yeah, I mean, we have our sanitizer when before we, like if we go to the store, if I go to the store, I'm the only person that goes to the store in my house. My wife stays here. So if I go and touch anything before I get into the car, I sanitize my hands and do it like my have my normal ritual and it makes things faster once it's you get used to it i mean it's just yeah. second nature so and that's what it's kind of becoming at this point before no, i get the car sanitized and once i take it all everything out because i'll do that next before i go in the house i'll probably put it in my garage or next to my door because i had a very small place before this one mm. i'd put it next to my door and and uh go inside wash my hands and then do what I have to do to get everything inside. So yeah, no, um, that's, I mean, that's all you can do is just, I mean, as long as it's not literally driving you crazy, I think it's as long as your systems work and for yeah. you guys, I mean, Wendy, yeah, I mean, she got tested um, before we had the baby because we had to get tested, yeah. tested. They'll have you get tested just to know, I, I guess it's something new. I mean, given it's a, yeah, I mean, it makes good, sense. Uh, new implementation of rules, I suppose. But um she was completely fine, and I would assume if I had it or if anybody else so you that we've been it. in contact with would, had it, then she would have it potentially. Probably more or at the that. very minimum, if I had it. So Yeah, so no, that's good. Yeah. But no, I, I think it's definitely like it's, it's, it's put a whole new perspective on, on parenting, I feel like. I mean, you, you really get the – you really experience, which is cool, you know, you know, I guess pre or no pandemic parenting and now pandemic parenting but like you said like this is not forever like this is we're gonna go back to normal you know at some point which is gonna be really and that's what i keep reassuring myself is like once things go back to normal like family can hang out we can see each other the the, and the you know family can see our kid and and that's what i'm really that's what's keeping me up and and really excited and obviously like you know my wife being awesome you know just being a freaking superhero with everything that's going on but (laughs) no i um no, yeah, but I, I, I feel like, you know, that's kind of like a good ending point for our COVID because, man, like we, that's something like, I think those are the big things we've touched upon is, you know, those are our daily reminders, daily struggles, man. Like, I don't know, but, you know, kind of ending, ending with this, like, you know, I, I, uh, I feel like what's been really, really great is fun moments. Um, we'll kind of end it with this. I feel like it'd be great. Like what's been like your funniest moment you've had so far? during this COVID as a parent? I don't know if I can relate it to, to COVID. 
or just or just like because for me i mean there, there are funny moments just being a parent like just in general well yeah there's i mean today, <laughs> yeah, i mean we're example, gonna be that <laughs> we, we go on our morning walk since i'm home we go on a morning evening walk and then today maddie's outside waiting for wendy and she's like come on dear come on dear like yelling <laughs> this to let's get our walk started babe come on come on dear babe, oh my God. babe. like i'm all who what or, and That's, then she pulls a sweetheart out of nowhere. Come on, sweetheart. I'm like, what? <laughs> I love that. It's it. So, they catch on quick, man. I yeah. for me, for me, the funniest was actually a couple of days ago. You guys let us uh, have the Doppler thing to hear the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's what's what sucks is like I can't go to any of these appointments, so I don't get to hear the baby's <gasps> heartbeat That's live. Right. I didn't even think about that. So that was really hard for me. Like I'm in, literally in the Kaiser parking lot in the car waiting for her to call me when she's done. So I don't get yeah, experience. That so when you gave us, we were so excited and we went into the bedroom and I put it on and I was like, Oh my God, either I am horrible at finding this baby or I don't know where this baby is. No, it's it, hard. It, dude, we were like for a good 10 minutes. And I was like, at one point I was like, we found it. And then it's like, <laughs> no, I think that's my heartbeat. Relax. So I was like, Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it would it was, make all these weird noises. I was like, oh my God, we got like alien baby. Did you guys find it though? I mean, it was hard to find that set. Oh my God. It was, once we did, it was awesome. It was such a great experience. But God, God. I, the, the, I felt so dumb though because I did it. And then I goes, you do know where my baby is. And I'm like going up her, like up here. Yeah, it's like, it's a little lower too. down. That's, so funny. <laughs> that's funny. So that's, that's kind of it. But see, that, that's kind of cool too because like, if you had otherwise experienced that inside the hospital room, I didn't think about this, but it would be completely different. I mean, you have a complete stranger yeah. there and you got to do it in the comfort of your home and experience that like in your own setting. However, whatever you did, yeah. make yourself feel comfortable, it was comfortable or make the, yeah. the, the mood right. Like that's what you're able to do. And that's something that you wouldn't otherwise be able to if you had gone into the hospital. No, I, and I'm really, I'm really glad you said that because that, that did like – I was trying not to cry. I don't. I don't think I did. But it just. I got really excited because it was yeah. just something I got to experience and hear for the first time. And yeah. so no, yeah, it's definitely that's definitely makes a world of a difference for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But but okay, well, Eric, that was a great first episode. I think we I, hit it out I of the park. So I think we nailed it. We, it was. It was <laughs> so. Uh, thank you guys uh, for checking this episode out. Um, yes. We are on all social media account or two social media accounts we're on twitter and instagram at cuz we're dads so c-u-z-w-e-r-e-d-a-d-s um we'll be pushing out content and we'll also be pushing out content on hopefully on we'll have it on youtube and as well hopefully on spotify um so you can hear it and visually see this as you are probably hearing it and seeing it now um yes. we'll keep you updated uh, as time goes on and hopefully by the time we do post this uh, that it will be good to go. But we thank you. Uh, any closing remarks, uh, Eric? Um, no, I, I mean, I really look forward to having this whole experience with everyone and and um, and sharing our our lives, our experiences, and hopefully you guys are able to share yours as well with us. So we look forward to future episodes and what this actually becomes. Perfect. Thank you. Because dads are out. Peace. All right. Bye.